All of the podcasts here at the Sideshow Network are now at the touch of a button on your iPhone and iPad. With the new Sideshow Network app, tune into all your favorite podcasts here at the Sideshow Network. Go to iTunes App Store, search for Sideshow Network, and download our free app to stream all of your favorite Sideshow Network podcasts at any time you want. The top comedians in the world are at your fingertips with the Sideshow Network app for iPhone and iPad. So you're thinking about starting a new website? Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to tell someone or sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Or maybe you want to start that new podcast. Ah, huh. <laughs> GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. That's impossible. They're always $99.99 or $12.99. They're $12.99, but right now GoDaddy's offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. On the actual internet or is this some BS sub-internet? No, no, this is GoDaddy.com. Right. We all use GoDaddy.com. Everything I have is on GoDaddy.com. I know. And each new .com comes with a free instant page website and a built-in photo album, so what are you waiting for? I don't Get believe Get your new it. website started today. I think it sounds like a scam. It can't possibly be GoDaddy's true. GoDaddy's not a scam. They have... Uh, uh, that hot check, Danica Patrick, for mm-hmm. their stuff. So it's not a scam. Plus, I use it for everything. It better not be a scam. <laughs> Go to GoDaddy.com and enter the code FORK at the checkout or click on the GoDaddy banner on our website. And you're all set to go. Fork you if you don't take advantage <laughs> of this incredible GoDaddy deal. I'm going to take advantage of it. Welcome to Fork on the Road. I'm Mark DiCarlo, and to my right, the lovely and talented Yenny Alvarez, the traveling diva. This is show 14, and as always, brought to you by the good folks at EnviroTab. Saves you 15% on your gas, gets you 15% better gas mileage. All you have to do is drop an EnviroTab in your tank, cleans your fuel injectors, makes you go farther on a buck. I've been using them for over a year, and I'm getting great gas mileage. You can find out more about EnviroTabs by going to markdecarlo.com and clicking on the Road Raves tab. You can order some for yourself and check it out, and then uh, get back to me and tell me how it worked for you. How do you do that? By following me on Twitter, MarkDeCarlo. At MarkDeCarlo. Right, on Twitter. Be the, <laughs> the at part is key. If you just type in Mark DiCarlo, uh, we'll never find I- it. No, no, who's coming coming out? And it re- it it pays to follow me on Twitter because it we have does. a winner. Woo-hoo. For the last uh, six weeks, we've been running a contest. We were going to give away an underwater camcorder from Vivitar, the Vivitar 850W, and we have a winner. It's Bob Kramer from Denver, Colorado. Bob uh, followed us on Twitter, and along with everybody else that followed us on Twitter, we did a random drawing, and Bob won. So we've uh, already Yay, Bob. That was our Fourth of July winner. We sent that camcorder. Unfortunately. There's not a lot of underwater <laughs> venues in Denver. <laughs> you never know he can go on vacation. True, true. If it had been a high-altitude camera, oh, then he'd be excited. Yeah. yeah. Someone maybe closer to an ocean should have won this. But you know what, Bob? Christmas is coming, and it's a, you can always re-gift gift. it. Or maybe this is a great reason for Bob to go on vacation and use that Vivitar camcorder. We've got more prizes uh, that we'll be giving away. Uh, we'll talk about later on in the show. But uh, always... Follow us at Mark DiCarlo on Twitter. It's a great way to keep up with the show, who the guests are, what we're doing. Am I following you? I would hope so. Yeah. 
I would hope so. I don't know. I get enough of you here. Uh, we're also, um, I'm doing something uh, from my friends at Yucatan Holidays. Everyone that orders one of my books, A Fork on the Road, 400 Cities, One Stomach, will get a free coupon for five days in Cancun for only $169. Ooh, so and get, Bob can use the camera there. Ah, Bob, order a book and you'll get a coupon to go to Cancun for just 170 bucks. Oh. It's you could, your choice of a golf resort in Cancun or a high rise right on the ocean. Um, the I think it's called the Ocean One. That's where we stayed when we were in Cancun. Ocean Spa, I think it was called. Ocean Spa Suites, right? But I like the other one better because it has little bungalows and it's quieter and it has the fantastic pool. Two totally different Cancun yeah. experiences. If you want the, yeah, then stay on the beach. Right, but it's you, right next to Cacabongo. Yeah, and if you want to just distance. play golf and goof off and relax, then you go to the Laguna, which is fantastic because the certificate is for two adults and two kids, but right. you can always leave the kids at home. Right. But make sure you crack the windows. So everyone that buys one of my books at markdecarlo.com, not only do you get a signed book, but you also will get a coupon for those Yucatan holidays. That's a great way to go to Cancun. And Cancun is fantastic. Especially now. It's, it's balmy 150 down there oh. degrees probably. It's the great. water is great. It's a dry heat down there. The water is fantastic. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you a little later on in the show. Comedian extraordinaire, Chicagoan John Campanera is going to be on the show. He travels. He's actually touring. He does a lot of comedy on cruise ships. So we're mm -hmm. going to talk about that lifestyle Ooh, fun. and what that. What's it like to be a touring comedian and all the funny things that happen to him on the road? Your scenery changes all the time. It sure does. We're also going to be talking to John Rusky, who runs canoe trips up and down the Mississippi River with the Copaw Canoe Company. Um, kind of like Native Americans used to do. And just in a second, we'll be talking to uh, Jenny Poulos from... I love her. Interior Therapy. Yay! She's so much fun. And uh, it's been a relaxing week. For the first weekend in maybe two months, we did nothing. Two months? Feels like it. No, every weekend, longer. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Every weekend I'm off either in Chicago or doing a show someplace. This weekend, we did nothing. I woke up at 10 o'clock. I watched baseball. <laughs> I sat in the backyard. Breakfast in bed. Breakfast in bed. Then on Sunday, did nothing again. It was fantastic. It was like a little staycation. I just laid in my beautiful backyard. And I catered to him. Who? I've been working my butt off. Yes, you have. It was nice to take two. I felt a little guilty not actually traveling. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, it's Saturday. I should be doing something. But no. I wanted to travel. Well, we're going this weekend. I wanted to go to Malibu. I know. I was just exhausted. I couldn't do it. I was just too tired. I wanted no. to just chill out. And we're leaving this uh, this show we're doing now. The next show, we're going to be doing a remote show entirely from Comic-Con in yes! San Diego. Yes! See, that's my thing. I get excited right, at Comic-Con. So we're going to be in San Diego. So much fun. Um, we're, gonna, we're actually leaving for San Diego later on today. We'll be there all weekend long. We're going to be doing uh, interviews with Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, and a lot of other surprise guests that we're not going to say right now, but it's going to be a great time. Uh, I'm going to be on uh, a couple of panels. Yenny's going to be on a panel for Yay. a project that we can't discuss, but it's part of her cartoon career. So we're doing that. But for right now, we're just here and we relaxed all weekend long in our lovely backyard. Oh, yeah. And I went shopping. Mm -hmm. That's uh, my relaxation. Yeah. That's my staycation. Yeah. Maybe you should turn off your phone there while we're working. <laughs> no, that was an angel. Oh. Bling. 
Every time an iPhone rings, an angel goes shopping. <laughs> so it was so nice to just chill in my own backyard. We have a little gazebo back there. We have a hot tub. I sat in the hot tub and I read my magazines and listened to my music loud and just laid out on the grass. And it was who do awesome. you give thanks to? You know who I give thanks to? Jenny Poulos. Yes. From Interior Therapy. Yes. We had a crappy backyard, and last year we were invited to go on the Jeff Lewis and Jenny Pulo show, Interior Therapy. They come in, and in five days, they completely redid our backyard. It was literally five days. It mm -hmm. was fantastic. It was great. They put us up at the Pretty Woman Hotel, mm -hmm. and uh, we come back, and we have a fabulous backyard. Beautiful. I was in the hot tub all week long. And then after that, we actually got to go to Jenny and Jonathan's wedding in Chicago. And because they're Greek, what comes next? A baby. Oh, I was going to say Windex. <laughs> we gave him Windex at the wedding. <laughs> we what wrapped it nice. From a comedian. We wrapped it nice. We have to get him their actual present. Maybe it should just be like a refill of the Windex. But you know what? Enough. <laughs> enough. Enough talking uh, about Jenny. Let's get the new mommy on the show. This is Jenny Poulos. Welcome to A Fork on the Road. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Mark and Jenny. Hi. Where are you right now? I'm in the car with my mom. Say hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. And my little baby girl, we're at the pediatrician, but, you know, I had to take a little detour to talk to Mark and Yanni, so I'm on, I'm on my own fork on the road here. Well, congratulations. We haven't Yay. talked to you since you became a mommy. Congratulations. I know, and I missed your wedding, which I was so sad about. I still owe you a gift. We have to get you a gift, too. We've been waiting. <laughs> I have, I have been waiting, too. I wanted you to get everything you didn't like and then something that you, that you really, really wanted, well, like we, Tupperware or, you know. Greek Tupperware comes with feta in it. It yeah. does. Or maybe I should get you a rotisserie for a nice lamb on the spit. Oh, vertical rotisserie. That would be awesome. We were just talking about how we spent the whole weekend this is the first weekend we haven't traveled in about six weeks just laying in the backyard enjoying our backyard oh wonderful how's the jacuzzi it's very wet it was fantastic and you haven't moved any exercise equipment out there better not no he has Jeff not and i need to do a drive-by no. no he has not it looks okay, beautiful good. it looks gorgeous uh, i know the new season of uh, interior therapy just started this week correct uh, last week was the premiere Tuesday night. We're on tonight, uh, 9, 8 Central. We move in with a, um, a lady that hoards cats tonight. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it makes your dirty bachelor chair look like nothing, Mark DiCarlo. <laughs> he still has that. You know what? Actually, no, 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 wait. Uh, no, we, we got, got rid of the chairs. Don't we be on the, the all-star season. We'll come back. We, we got rid of the chairs, but he still has the massage chair that's like all black leather which is horrendous it doesn't match anything in the Whatever. house it's comfortable and it massages you where and where did is jenny it still in the corner no you we moved it okay the front and, of the house and don't be fronting me jenny pulos you had your butt in that chair more than anybody else on the crew zoila it was zoila's favorite and you but too yes, i did love it so I did love it. They just reran our episode of Interior Therapy. I think it was last Sunday or the Sunday before because oh people text us so and call us. Calls. And what we I'm sure you hear this question too is what is Jeff really like? I have my answer, but I'd like to hear yours. 
well, Jeff is now a gunkle, and I, you really have seen the softer side of Jeff um, now that he has uh, walked me through the pregnancy. Jeff is intense, but he has, he like uh, one lady said last season, he has the heart of a fragile little turtle. And that's how I like to, to put it, Mark. He's, um, you know, he's tough. He's, he says it how he sees it, but I think his heart is in the right place. I would agree. I think he's, he's a little high strung, but I guess that comes with the, the territory of being a designer. And I think the comedy duo so of funny. Jeff and Jenny is, we'll, we'll go down in television history with Lucy and Ricky, <laughs> Laverne and Shirley, and Roan and Martin. And Mark and Yenny. Right. Well, we don't have our... Because uh, I think I have a question for Yenny. You know, oh. is is that is Mark really what you see? I mean, I, I think that you and... Remember, I thought you and Jeff were somewhat long-lost brothers. Yes. But you're intense. <laughs> but you're Mark, intense. Mark is not but as But you crabby. love your work, like Jeff, and then when you turn it off, you have fun, right. like Jeff. Yes, exactly. You know? Mark Mark is not as crabby, I think, as he was portrayed oh. in the show. I think they cut out a lot of stuff, a lot of funny jokes. No, you're not. You're I thought not. that was you funny, are a though. whole lot of fun. People always go, man, you guys were at each other's throats. I'm like, like no. well, not right. really. We had a, we, you know what? It was an excellent no, experience. No, we loved you guys. So we had a blast. We built a, a fast friendship. We did. Remember? And then we went to that uh, Pan Am party together. Oh, that was so much fun. Yes, and I then we went them. to your gorgeous wedding where you had like five... How many how many priests did you have making the circle? Like seven to ten. Yeah. I needed to make sure it went down. It was like a soccer <laughs> you know? team. It was true. And uh, for the listeners out there, Mark brought me Windex. So sweet. <laughs> well, I know. Just I, like uh, my our buddy Nia. Yeah, Nia's a friend of mine, and, I, and I've learned I know. from her that Windex is it, that's the highest praise you can give a Greek person, isn't it? Windex. It is. I felt so honored. <laughs> Every time I reach for my Windex bottle, I think about you guys. <laughs> well, all right. So what Thank is you. what? What every are, time I reach for my dirty cushion, I think about you, Mark. <laughs> is that a, is that a euphemism? Yeah. Dirty cushion. <laughs> we don't have them anymore. <laughs> so what's I been know, the, what's been the biggest surprise about being a mommy? Because you haven't been a mommy very long. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh well. I think that it just changes your life, and people say that, but then until you're in it, you don't realize. But it's wonderful, and I wouldn't change a thing. I, uh, I, the, you know, the pregnancy part was good. The actual pushing, you know, it's it's not. It's all all it's cracked up to be. Us ladies have it a little difficult. I wish Eve wouldn't have taking that apple right, right? and being evil now your husband jonathan is a doctor was he was he working in the delivery room was he out playing golf he helped deliver he cut the cord but he and, was he one of the uh, actual doctors or he was just the the, the father he had his daddy scrubs on okay. that, that said i'm the daddy i just wanted to clarify that it wasn't jeff <laughs> or anybody else for that matter although she does have big lips Oh boy, Mark and Yenny. You but, guys do spend um, a lot of time together, you and Jeff. And he's got luscious lips. <laughs> and she's fussy, just like her uncle. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but uh, no, he did help. He had in residency delivered some babies, but he said it was quite a different experience. It 
being his own. And we didn't know the sex, so it was a surprise. Well, you and, must have known uh, something about it because you did get pregnant. True, true. I knew I knew about sex, just not the sex. Not oh. meaning the sex, oh. but, you oh, know. baby. I see. Because right. that, that's how my parents refer to it. You're not having the sex, right. are you? Right. No, 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 we're not. We're not. Oh, no. no oh, no. We're not. That I never don't do happened. that. Um, third base or second base. Oh, easily. Um, but uh, I would say that it's just, I, I hats off to all of our moms. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It is a lot. I mean, it makes look, working for Jeff Lewis look like child's play. <laughs> no pun intended. Are you you gonna, know, I mean, you're going to go she, back she to wants work? what she wants when she wants it. Her to do list is breast, breast, and more breast. Unlike Jeff. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> we know people who have the same to do list. <laughs> so, are you gonna? Are you going to? Uh, you're gonna continue doing the show with Jeff. Are you gonna bring uh, bring your daughter along? How is that gonna work? Uh, I think we will introduce Aliana to her second Aliana. godfather maybe a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I will not bring her to work uh, initially, although we have talked about a, a daycare, a Jeff Lewis designed daycare, but you know, that could be down the road. And um, I do have to pump, you know, by law, I will have to be um, able to pump at work. So that should be interesting when I go back in a few weeks. Wow. And th- uh-huh. this is this is just for your daughter, or I don't think or... he's gonna like if I get breast milk on his <laughs> um, throat. No, I think you should just hide it and put it in his coffee. Well, I drive. S- <laughs> I saw a rumor on Twitter that you're gonna be selling it on eBay. Is that true? The breast- I am breast milk. I am yes. It's not. It's Greek breast milk, though. I don't know if that goes as high as say the vegan. It puts hair on you your know, chest. I I'm th- sure. She has a little back hair. Jonathan got mad at me for uh, sharing that, but Aliana understands. She's like her mother. She should be proud. One of the places that we went on our honeymoon in January is we went to Athens and we saw the Parthenon and all the ancient glories um, of your your home country. And man, gorgeous. Just gorgeous. It was wonderful. I know. And since the Olympics were there, they really... uh, they really shined Athens up nice, right? They did. It was they they um they took us up there. We looked around. There's, it's just real old. Beautiful. A lot of old stuff. Huh? A lot of that stuff is really old. Yeah. yeah. The Greeks are old. Yeah. I almost got into a fight. I was I was talking to some people. We we shot a a video piece for my show TV show in Chicago, and I was talking to some three kids, and they were telling me about Greece, and I'm like, "Well, listen, yeah, your 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 city's cool, but I come from Chicago. It's almost 200 years old." <laughs> they just started rolling their <laughs> eyes. What are you talking about? We're going to have a fight here. That's right. That's. <laughs> and the food was great. We had. Oh, um, it's so wonderful there. We drank much. Did you have a gyro, one of those stands with the fries inside? Yes. And we had um, this bread. Moussaka. Yeah, we had moussaka. And we had um, this bread that looks like a pretzel with sesame seeds on it. Oh my God, it was so good. I couldn't get enough of that. Now I'm going to correct you, you whiteies, and say it's moussaka. Moussaka. You know, you're in So it's okay. Moussaka. Did you have sadanyaki? The flaming Greek cheese, which was invented yes. in Chicago. Yes, we did. That's my fave too. It's so good. How about tiro pita or spanakopitas? Absolutely. Yes, I love spanakopita. See, si. and we also have. Nice. Where else have you been traveling? Oh, 
everywhere. I, I, we were in nice. New York, Chicago, Miami. Miami. Uh, I'm going to be doing shows in Buffalo and St. Louis and San Francisco, all, all over the place. Are you traveling now or are you going to stay home for a while? Probably stay home for a while, yeah. But maybe we'll have a little, uh, ba- what's it called, a baby moon later. Yeah. Where, you know, we're friend- our friends actually offered. They said, we will babysit and we're sending you to a resort. Ooh. Oh. I know. Karenea, have you been there? No. No. Where is it? Oh. oh, yes. I've heard of it. I think it's it's very It's near close. San Diego, I think. Yeah. Oh, we're going to San Diego this weekend for the Comic-Con. We're doing some stuff down there. Oh, nice. Yeah. My favorite hotel is still the um, Montage Laguna Beach. Have you been there? I don't think so. Oh, you got to take Yenny there. You like that better One than the year. Hotel Dell? Coming up. I know. Oh, Montage is my favorite. Montage. All time. We have to check it out. All time. We're you got to give it a run. Maybe that'll be your wedding gift. Oh, Maybe I'll get you a nice A picture of it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get you a nice little golf shirt, Mark. <laughs> That'd be nice. Well, when is, when is, uh, when is it going to be open season on uh, visiting to meet the baby? What's is it? Is it like six weeks? What's the? Isn't that, doesn't that uh, have to be a time? Well, the Greeks do forty days. She's not supposed to leave the house for forty days unless, of course, it's a pediatrician visit here. Right. But um, she may have hair down to her butt like Crystal Gale by then. So I mean, I suppose you two should should see her, you know, sooner than that. Maybe in a couple weeks. I would love that. I would love that. You have to meet her uncle Mark and Aunt Yenny. I've told them all about you. I'm Yay. sure. I'm sure she retained a lot of it too. Because two weeks, she did. Th- that's when babies like to hear about me. After that, not so much. The girls, right? <laughs> well, Jenny Pulos, thank you so much for coming on. I know you need to get into the uh, the doctor's office and uh, bless you, thank bless you your so whole much. family. We're happy thank for you. you. And the two of you, wedding. My little still honeymooners, I love it. Perpetual love, honeymooners. love. You did the. You, you got a great one, Mark DiCarlo. You're right, Jenny <laughs> you Pulos. Well, we will see you soon. Thanks Yay, for coming on the show. Tell soon. Jonathan, congrats Thank for you. us. And uh, I will. I'll tell Jeff and Zoila hi, and make sure to check out Interior Therapy. We have uh, nine episodes left every Tuesday, nine eight Central, only on Bravo. Only on Bravo. <laughs> Jenny Pulos, thanks for coming on the Fork on the Road, and I hope you get a clean bill of health today. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Love you, guys. Love you. you. Bye-bye. She's perky as ever. She's awesome. Two, oh, only two weeks since she had the baby. I know. I thought that really of, laid you she's out. She's already walking around. Well, I think she drove to the doctor. Uh, oh. But scary. she sounds pretty good. Scary. The women always gloss over the pain of the actual baby coming out. They don't want to scare anybody They just off. say it's painful. No, I think it is. It's horrible, but they don't tell all the other girls. Then the other girls yeah. do it. They're like, ha, ha, <laughs> suck Well, thank I mean, the planet would be empty if women weren't willing to go through that. We're overpopulated as it is. That is so true. Uh, Greek baby with hair on her back. There's, You know what? There is hope for the world. <laughs> and that's a pretty name, too, Ileana. That is pretty. All right, let's go to Mississippi. I would like to see I would like to see Jeff Lewis with the baby and just see the softer side of Jeff. I have no words for that. <laughs> well, Jenny's not going to be traveling very much. Uh, she's going to be home with her baby. We're going to be in San Diego next weekend. Our next guest on the show goes all over the world, all over the country, spreading mirth 
and Madness. He's one of the funniest comedians working today, and he's here with us on A Fork on the Road, John Campanera. Welcome to A Fork on the Road. Where are you? I'm in Studio City right now. I'm playing a little golf with my daughter, a little par three here in uh, Winsett Golf Course in Studio City. I know exactly where you are. That's a great... How old is your daughter? She's uh, 10 years old. And who's a better... Who's and, uh, she's going to be going into fifth grade and... Who's a better golfer? Golfs. She's who's a, a good golfer? golfer, yeah, so... <laughs> Well, that's, I'm getting into a sport that I, she could play with her old man when uh, when I can't do anything else. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you're home. The last time we were talking to you, you were headed up to the Bay Area, and uh, you travel all the time. H- how many dates? Yeah, we just got back yesterday, actually. Oh, uh, really? We drove in last night. We uh, went and visited Berkeley on the way there, and UC Santa Cruz on the way back, because my son's a senior this coming year, and He's looking at college campuses. And uh, I worked up in Tahoe at the uh, Improv at Harvey's Casino in South Lake Tahoe. Now, are those crowds as weird as the crowds in Vegas, the stand-up crowds in Vegas? Is it weird in Vegas? I, I, yeah, it's, it's always, it's, to me, it just seems like they're not really focusing on the show. They'd rather be chasing hookers or gambling. <laughs> well... Usually they come to the show because they run out of money gambling. <laughs> right. And if you don't have and they money... they want some laughter in their life to, to, to forget about their worries and troubles, all the money they lost. <laughs> and you provide them with that sustenance, John. You're doing God's work. Yes, I do. <laughs> You're doing God's work. So <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what I do. It's a good hippo. I was, Want to another one? I was talking to your, talking to your sister, Cindy... And she was telling me that you were you've been doing a lot of cruise ships. How does that work? Yeah, you know, it's just a way to supplement my income. Uh, it's uh, you know, I pull off one a month, and I, I do about twelve or fifteen a year. And uh, it's like the new clubs now because there's so many ships that want comics, and they're pay, they're playing more than the clubs. And do you work every single night when you're on the boat, or you only work one night? How does it work? You work about five shows a cruise, and then um, you'll do ten in one week. But you're doing two cruises because you're doing the uh, half of one cruise and half of another. You follow me? Uh huh. Yeah. So I do five shows for one group, one one group of people on a cruise. Then we let them all off, load up again, and I'll do five shows for the next crew that we go out again. And That's you, how it works. Do you observe some funny things on the boats as you're doing these? Oh gigs? yeah, yeah. We talk about all the fat people and <laughs> you know how obese America is and oh. how. Uh, <laughs> I just stood on the cruise. I say, you know, I'm going to sell my own reality show right after Biggest Loser called Fattest Bastard. <laughs> and you get a bunch <laughs> of really skinny people throw them on a cruise ship for a month. They just shove food down their throat. Whoever gains the most is the winner. It's a banana cream pie for crying out loud. You want to be fat as bastard or not? You call yourself an American? Eat that cake. Finish the so, crust. Yeah, finish the crust. So, anyway, I, I got a bunch of bits like that. You know, I do on the ship. I do a lot of ship humor when I'm on there, but I do all my stuff because I'm doing 
they're doing five different shows and the people keep coming back. So I got like, I got four different half hours. Wow. And then I repeat my, my family show. Well, and you so it all works out. And you've been doing stand up for a, a, a good chunk of time, John. And you're one of the, you, you, there are some comics that just, you, you just make me laugh hard. Some guys you sit in the back and you go, oh, okay, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. You just, I, I, I piss my pants laughing every time I see your show. How, how do you, how have you been able to keep it going and keep it fresh and keep yourself uh Well, you so know what? what? What keeps you fresh is when you write a new bit. Yeah. And it rejuvenates your whole act. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, if you write one new bit or a couple jokes that are new each time you go out, man, it just re-energizes your whole show. And then uh, you keep adding on and then subtracting. You, you take away stuff that's old, and then you keep adding stuff that's new, and that, that's what keeps you fresh and keeps you going, you know? And, and that's why I, I've been able to have it keep my interest. Yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, right. I think because a lot of guys, you see them, and they're kind of on autopilot doing their comedy. But you're, you're, you're very present. You're really... You're uh, funny. You, can, you seem to have your finger on the pulse of what's going on in this country, which is kind of can kind of be depressing, really, if you're paying attention. I think. Well, you know what? If you you can get into that automatic pilot real easy if you're lazy and you don't try to write new stuff, and then you know you have an act that works, and so you get lazy and you just keep doing it over and over. But for me, that would drive me crazy. I have to keep stimulated. Mm -hmm. So I try to write something different. Each night, I try to add a, a joke or two to my act to, just to see if uh, how it rolls. And, and and if it goes over, well, you know, it's like a little victory for me. Mm -hmm. You think your Midwest sensibility has something to do with it? Uh, you know, there's like a certain, there's like a New York comic and a lot of the people I particularly find the funniest end up being from Chicago, which is, I'm sure. Because you're from Chicago. Yeah, but there's, I think it's, there's an intelligence and a ballsiness to Chicago comedy that doesn't, you don't hear from a lot of other people. You hear it from New Yorkers. Yeah, but they're. Well, you know what? I think Chicago's a real good read on America because it's centrally located. Mm -hmm. It's not the edginess, you know, bitterness of the Northeast, you know, and it's not the. It's not the South. It's, it's it's in the center, and so I think it's a it's a good barometer for guys going uh, doing stand up that, that that they get a handle on America. A lot of co good comics come out of Chicago because of that. Well, and there've also been yeah. some some huge national celebrities who are famous from their work in Chicago. Um, for in sports, for example, one of the greatest broadcasters of all time worked in Chicago for the White Sox. And the Cubs. Oh yeah, Harry Carey, and uh, yeah. you know he he's originally from St. Louis, which was Central America. You know, that's true. And he went over to Chicago, and you know his his fans just followed him, and he's he was hysterical, you know, because he was like watching a game with your your drunk uncle who didn't edit himself. <laughs> Can you give me just a little, just a taste, <laughs> pretty please? So he was like, you know. You know Hi, here comes Sandra the Loud third, safely in the second. He was hammered by the third inning. We got a shutout brewing in from Milwaukee. The end of six, the Indians five, the Packers two. 
The game was incidental. You know, he's like, you know, I was on Rush Street last night. Picked up this floozy. Picked up this floozy after the game. That's the throw to first. Anyway, I took him out for some Mexican juice. That's a fastball of Grace's head. Both benches empty. So, we go back to my place, start playing Tonsil Hockey. One thing leads to another. That's a triple play. You know, as I was saying, I mean, the game was just secondary to the to the story he was telling. I missed miss, miss that so much because the announcers they have now, they're just uh, – and with, with Harry gone and Ron Santo gone, they're just broadcast. And, and I – you know, my wife is from Cuba – she kind of got into the Cubs baseball thing late, and she doesn't. It's you. You missed it, baby. The the Cubs were always so horrible. It was like tuning into a comedy show, listening kinda, to kind of st- like now. Yeah, but it's, well, not, you know, it's not as much fun now. The people go to the, the people go to the park just for the experience. <laughs> so they're watching the game after the No, no, they're not. They it's can't. just something to go to Wrigley and, and be in that environment, day baseball and drinking a bud and. Going to the bars afterwards and spilling out and going in all the bars—it's—it's it's all an experience more than I think it is the game. People, yeah. well, it's always the game's fun. almost secondary. I like, I like going to see the Cubs. It's a great—it's a great place to see the ball game. But even if you weren't there, I used to really enjoy listening on the radio or on television to those guys because they were—they f- were funny. They had to be entertaining because the game mm. wasn't. <laughs> also, also, yeah, they, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say all. I think all the guys that do a Harry Carey impression are doing an impression of you doing Harry Carey. Do you get residuals yeah. on that? Well, you know what? I can't. Uh, I can't do anything about that. And that's how impressionists learn how to do an impression. They'll take a a guy who does a guy, and then they'll imitate them doing them. And I've done the same thing with other people, you know. Uh, but. Uh, you know, it, it's flattering to me, you know, but I started out as an impressionist. Oh, did you really? And then after a while, yeah, I used to do all kinds of guys. They're all dead now. <laughs> but my voice got kind of raspy and horsey over the years from doing uh, all these nightclubs and smoke-filled environments. And right. I don't have the range I used to have, and Terry's pretty much the only one I keep in the act, you know? You got to. It's hilarious. What are some of the cities you still like to go to and places? We always like to talk to people about like a great restaurant that no one else knows about. So like when you know you're going someplace, you get excited because you're going to go there and have some dinner. Do you have any places that stand out? Well, you know, I like to go down La Jolla because it's a nice, it's a really good club. It's, it's called the Comedy Store. And there's a great like Sammy's. Uh, restaurant. It's a it's the oven fired pizzas and stuff. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it's a great room. And uh, I just go down there for Friday and Saturday. And put you on a condo right on the beach. So I like that gig. I like working in Chicago and St. Louis and Midwest towns, Detroit, and you know they're they're pretty much up my ilk. You know they're my your peeps. They're where I'm. They're right. Yeah. They're they're from where I'm from. So. I got a Midwest sensibility, so I go over well in the Midwest. But what's it like doing? I work comedy? well on the ships. I work well in Vegas. I work well. You know, I've been doing this thirty-four years, so I got a lot of material <laughs> to pick and choose from. You right. know, what's it like yeah. doing comedy in Detroit nowadays? The last time I was there, maybe a year ago, the the city's really, 
really uh, fallen on hard times and the people are really struggling. Do people come out and are they ready? Are they super ready to laugh or are they kind of sitting there like stumps and you have to, you know, prod them a little bit? Well, I haven't worked it. I haven't worked it. Uh, I maybe two years was the last time I worked it, but they were great. You know, it was like they came there because they needed a laugh. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I had a good time with them. They're, uh, you know, they're, they've always been good crowds for me, Michigan crowds, man. And I, I've been working there for years because I've been at it so long. And I used to just get in my car in Chicago, drive to Grand Rapids or Kalamazoo or Lansing or, you know, Detroit, all over just to do one-nighters, you know. It's also got to be great being a dad with the kind of flexible schedule that you have, right? You're not, you know, you're not working a nine-to-five. Your your job is to be silly and funny. Do your kids think that you're funny, or are you just like their dopey dad? Well, sometimes. <laughs> I'm still their dad, but sometimes they think I'm funny. Sometimes they think I'm a bit, just a big grouch. <laughs> have they seen your act? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have, because I've had them on cruise ships. I've had them in you know, uh, different scenarios where they were able to see it because I was doing family-friendly shows, so they have seen my act. And, uh, you know, they get a kick out of Daddy being on stage and being the star of the show and everything, but when it all comes down to it, I'm just still their dad. Do they ever suggest and, jokes uh, to you? My dad does that to me all the time. He goes, oh, I got a joke for you. And then he'll tell me something, and it, it, it's, it's hard for me to see the funny in it. Do, you, do your kids? Yeah, they down. run things by me. They hey, said, Dad, you should talk about this, that, and the other. And if I like it, I'll actually try it, you know? <laughs> That's great. My daughter's pretty funny. My 10-year-old, she's hysterical. I, you know, I do this. Well, I can't actually tell this on the radio, but she's, she's uh She's pretty funny herself. You can tell it. We're, we're, this is a podcast. This is the First yeah, you Amendment. Can say whatever you want. Flying freely. All right. We were. I did a joke with a buddy over at the house. Katie, line up. Come on. Do, do one more swing. <laughs> anyway, the joke. The, the joke was the, the guy goes to a post office and and interviews for a job. And the guy interviewing says, "Well, uh, you." You like coffee? He says, no, nah, man, the acid messes up my stomach, and I get real hyper. He says, no problem. He says, well, are you disabled in any way? He goes, yeah, I was in Iraq, and I got too close to a bomb that blew off my testicles, you know? I got no nuts. He says, no, that's too bad. I was a nom and saw some things. He says, you know what? I'm going to give you the job. And instead of coming in every day at, at 8 in the morning, come in at 10. Take the first couple hours off. I'll pay you for the whole day. He goes, wow, that's amazing. Why, do you, why are you doing that? He goes, well, it's a government job. The first two hours, all we do is drink coffee and scratch our nuts. No sense in coming <laughs> into that. <laughs> so anyway, I'm getting my daughter up for school. I said, come on, Katie. I guess you got to get up for school. She says, I'm not getting up there. I'm, I'm not going to them. She's like, are you not sick? What's wrong with you? She goes, I got the cold. I goes, you don't have a cold. You got the sniffles. Let's go. She goes, well, I'm super tired. She says, can I just go in an hour late? I goes, I don't know. Aren't you going to miss anything the first hour? <laughs> She knows she just all we do is drink milk and scratch our nuts. <laughs> 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 uh, John Campanella. So, I, mean, I said, man, you could stay stay home for two hours. That's pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how I would be as a dad. If, if a kid could make me laugh, they could pretty much do whatever they wanted. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got to reward the right things. Well, Johnny, thank you so much. Where are you, you have some dates coming up so people can come and see you around the country? I'll be in La Jolla August 2nd and 3rd, and then after that, I'm jumping on a ship, and then uh, 
and then uh, let me see. That's about it right now. That's that's the top of my head that I can think of. All right, August second and third at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. John, they Camp- can also check out my website at johncampanera.com. I have my tour dates on there. Oh, there you go, johncampanera.com. One of the funniest comedians touring today. John, thanks for taking the time out of your round uh, to talk with us. Uh, what's the score right now? Who's winning, you or your daughter? Uh, she's kicking my butt. She's good. <laughs> All right, we'll just take some time off to scratch your nuts. Thanks for joining us, John. All right, have a good one. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Every time he does the Harry Carry, I, I literally I piss in my pants. I thought you were going to have some sort of stroke conniption or something there. It's... <laughs> See, baby, you don't understand it. If you grew up in Chicago, the Cubs were always 15 games out by the All-Star break. So you'd come home from school. It would be 3 o'clock. You'd turn on the TV. By the fourth or fifth inning, Harry Carey would be drunk <laughs> on the air. doing. Well, nobody I've does it better seen, than John. I've seen you know, a couple of the videos. It's funny, but you're right, I guess. Day I after day, just just slogging day. through. How could he lose the ball in the sun? The sun <laughs> shines 365 <laughs> days a year. That's a John Campanera joke. I'm doing Will Farrell says he does everyone anyone that you ever hear doing a Harry Carey impression is doing John Campanera. He's very funny. Check him out at johncampanera.com. If you're going to be in La Jolla in a couple weeks, you go check him out down there. And you just heard him right here on A Fork on the Road. You know, we do like to talk about travel and interesting, weird, strange trips that most people don't know about. Everyone knows it's cool to go down to La Jolla or to go. Jenny Poulos was talking about San Diego. This is kind of a San Diego San show. great. We'll San Diego has phenomenal restaurants. As a matter of fact, I was looking up this uh, one place that I want to take you to. Mm. It's called Spread the Restaurant. It is basically... Star- <laughs> is <it> where- <laughs> Criminals get their Miranda rights, right? No. It basically started... Um, they have this whole line of really weird fruit, like the most unique fruit spreads. Ah. And they have... Um, so it's like a jam opera. bar. Pretty much, but it's a vegan, you know, vegetarian restaurant, and it's the most unique, delicious menu. Um, they go every morning and they make their menu from what they find at the farmers market. Slow food. That's even the key. even the water comes to your table, and you take a look at the jar where they're putting the water from, and it has roses with the stem and everything, um, cinnamon sticks, blueberries, basil leaves. It is delicious. When you're drinking water, it smells like all the stuff that they put in there. It's delicious. So whereas other places would actually take stuff out of the water if it fell in, they just let shit fall in there and serve it's it to good you. good stuff. I see. Okay, oh, there's fine. some toenail clippings, some rose petals. <sighs> Looks like a, it's a, that's a severed thumb from a mafia lord. It's called Spread. All right, well, you know, we're going to San Diego tonight. Uh, maybe we'll check it out. We'll be at Comic-Con all weekend. And then next week's show is going to be all about Comic-Con. But right now, I thought we'd do a little bucolic trip and hip you to, like, going back to nature. I know, the traveling diva is giving me a look because she's never camped and never will camp. Camping uh, is a Motel 6 for her. What? How dare you? Not even. Motel Cabin. S- Motel 7. Right. Cabin. Uh, we heard about this trip where you can actually canoe your way down the Mississippi, just like the Native Americans and the settlers and all the bushwhackers used to do back in the day. You can still do that today. And we're going to talk to the guy that put it all together. Let's welcome John Rusky. Welcome to A Fork on the Road. Now, what's the name of your company, John? Uh, we're Quapaw Canoe Company. And where did that name come from? Well, the Quapaw means the downstream people. 
and it's a um, uh, it's the name of a um, one of the many Sioux uh, tribes that came down the Ohio River Valley uh, before they migrated um, westward and um, the Omaha and the uh, Oglala and the other great uh, nations of the uh, uh, tribes of the Mighty Sioux Nation. Um, I, at one time, we're all uh, in the Ohio River Valley, but one tribe got in their tribal history got confused by a fog that descended in um, as they were coming down the Ohio River mm-hmm. and got confused and ended up going down the Mississippi River, the lower Mississippi, and ended up down in um, in our area, which is uh, near the mouth of the Arkansas River, kind of deep in the heart of the of the gut of America. <laughs> well, I mean, the Mississippi River, more books and stories and songs have been written about that river than any other American river. It's really the spine and the lifeblood of the country. You can go all the way from from Minnesota all the way down to New Orleans, and I think some of the greatest cities in America are on that river. You know, you got Minneapolis-St. Paul, the Quad Cities, St. Louis, Memphis, New Orleans. There's There's a lot of life along this river, probably because that's where all the goods and services were trafficked before cars, right? Right. Oh, and all the and all the small towns, you know, like Louisiana, um, uh, Missouri, and Hannibal, Missouri, mm-hmm. and uh, Oquawk, Illinois, and Cairo, Illinois, Helen, Arkansas, Natchez, Mississippi, you know, I, any town that's on the river is going to be a neat town to explore. A lot of different cultures coming together there as a port city. Now, now I've heard of Paddleboat paddle boat tours down the Mississippi before, where people go up to St. Paul, they get on the paddle boats, and they kind of cruise down in relative luxury all the way to New Orleans. But that's not what your right. trips are, right? Tell us about your – you do it in canoes? Yeah, we do it in uh, all paddle, power craft, uh, canoes, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards. Excuse me, primarily in canoes, though. Um, and, um, yeah, we're all about seeing the wilderness. Um, the lower Mississippi is a, you know, it's the biggest river, in, biggest volume river in North America, and um, it in, uh, uh, it um, commands a, a, a huge floodplain um, uh, that's you know contained just barely by levees um, on either Sometimes, side of the river. Yeah. But the levees are, you know, at one time they used to build levees right on the river. But, you know, the 27 flood kind of proved that you can't do that. And they, and, uh, and now it's a giant floodplain, and there's um, it's filled with uh, big forests, big islands, um, and uh, just an incredible, uh, uh, diverse and vital um, um, uh, ecosystem. Uh, songbirds and um, and uh, uh, waders, you know, the... Uh, the birds known as the waders and um, and fish. It's the richest inland fishery in uh, in North America, and uh, probably the most the single most important flyway for migrating uh, waterfowl and uh, songbirds. And do you you do you have to have some sort of camping or wilderness experience to take this trip, or can you take city folk and uh, <laughs> bring them into the bosom of the country? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, well, no, we don't require that. Uh, all we require is, uh, you know, uh, spirit, good spirit and uh, <laughs> interest okay. and a willingness to paddle. Because when you get in a canoe, there is no motor. You are the 
you know, you are one of the uh, paddlers. Um, we build, actually build giant uh, Voyager-style canoes that um, some of them are 30 feet long. Wow. Um, the How many people? Comes, uh, up to 14. So you have 14 people in every canoe paddling, and, and, and it's like a 200-mile trip, right? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, but usually we have maybe 10 people for a day trip. And when we do overnights, which are our, our most common trip, uh, you know, our five-day trip or a 10-day trip, um, we might have six to eight people in a canoe that, you know, could have seating for 14. But then you have, you know, all the gear, food, water, um, you know, everything that you need because there is nothing out there. There's no services. There's no campgrounds. There's no showers. So, Everything that you're going to need for uh, a two-week trip, uh, we have to carry in the canoe. Wow. And the neat thing about these... What's that? (laughs) No (laughs) Wi-Fi? Yeah. uh, We have connection to Sirius, but I'm talking about Sirius, the star, you know, that's located in Canis Major. (laughs) (laughs) So you actually, you use the stars to navigate, and and, uh, do you teach people about the heritage of the river as you go down it? Yes, we do. Yeah, the uh, you don't see a lot of what you know the history of the river because it's such a such a second uh, wilderness. You know, it's like seeing the Amazon and trying to guess, you know, what explorers went through and there and what people are there. So uh, one of the jobs me and my guides have is uh, being interpreters of of the natural history and the history of the people who who have lived and uh, continue to call this landscape their home. It's also the um, the land, you know, that gave birth to the Delta Blues, and uh, I do know that. I'm a, um, I'm a big fan of the Delta Blues. We just lost a, one of the greatest blues rock singers of all time, Bobby Blueland, last week, passed away. That's right. That's so right. Do you do you, when you're taking people down the river? Do you have excursions into cities when you camp at night, or they just camp on the side of the river, and then you get up in the morning and you hit it again yeah it's pure wilderness until we get to one of the few uh towns or cities that's located right on the river you know on upper mississippi it's one after another and you know every 10 miles there's another neat town you can visit Mm -hmm. but the lower mississippi is a whole different river um it's it's the floodplain varies between uh two and 30 miles wide and um there's you from memphis um, there's only one town in between Memphis and Vicksburg, which is 300 miles of river, which sits right on the river, and that's Helena. Wow. So you can count them on, on your hand. When you go downstream from Memphis, you Is that where you Helena, start your trip? You, you start your trips in Memphis, or where do you start them? Um, quite often, yeah, we'd start in Memphis. Sometimes we go above to Carothersville, Missouri, or sometimes to Cairo, Illinois. But most often Memphis, because it's, uh, you know, Big city airport access, but anyway, yeah. If you go downstream, you can just count them. It's um, Memphis, Helena, Vicksburg, Natchez, um, St. Francis, Louisiana, and then you're all the way down to Baton Rouge, and that's it. There's no other place to stop, really. Well, it sounds like a fantastic trip. How can people find out about uh, joining it and um, uh, and and joining you for a trip? Do you have a website? Uh huh. Yeah, you can go to www.island63.com, and that's the uh, numeral 63. And um, and uh, the, the, there's a website that it, 
that uh, has a lot of information and videos and, and photos. And uh, if anyone has any questions, just write us and uh, we'll, we'll steer them in the right direction. Our whole purpose uh, is uh, sharing the great beauty of this uh, river that's uh, located in the heart of America. It sounds really different, and it sounds like it would be like great for a family reunion kind of thing, or maybe like a, a weird company trip, or just to really get yeah, back weird. in nature. Well, what about for us city folk? I'm sorry, I've never been camping. I've never been down a river. And Me neither, but this sounds actually, like it would be fun. The last time I was down a river on a raft is when I came into this country. <laughs> But it's just for us city folk, I mean, hearing that, it's kind of scary. What about safety? What about security? What about if somebody falls off the raft? What about if you get lost in the wilderness? How do you communicate with civilization? How do you communicate with civilization and say, hey, we're lost? You don't communicate. That's the whole point. Why would I want to do that? (laughs) Explain it to her, John. Yeah, well, regardless, we'll we'll take care of you. Uh, Yeah, me and my guys, we'll take care of you. And when, you know, when you get on these uh, islands and you look around, you might think you're in the Caribbean because the uh, sandbars are so huge. I mean, they're, they're, they're literally sandbars that are miles long. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a muddy river, but uh, water, like all water, reflects the sky. So it's just full of these and what kind beautiful of colors, beautiful sunsets. What kind of animals um, do you expect to get out there? And do you do you hunt and fish along the way, and do you eat what you catch, or you bring food with Ooh, you? Oh, do we carry weapons? See, that's interesting. Oh, Jesus. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, we 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 fish sometimes. We don't hunt. Um, but the animals now, there's everything that you find in the in the heart of America. Well, I should say the gut. It's really the gut of America. You know, the heartland is the Midwest, but we're in the gut. <laughs> right. But um, bears, panthers, um, uh, wild boar, uh, white-tailed deer. It's the richest habitat for white-tailed deer in North America. Um, beaver, um, uh, river otter, So okay, and birds. But, see, the birds are cute. The otters are cute. Beavers can be cute. Um Bears and and all these other wild animals and cougars not and, yeah. so cute. <laughs> There's a lot of cougars here in Los Angeles, John. They hang out yeah. by UCLA. <laughs> so, uh, what kind of weapons do you take out there so that we are not too afraid of the bears? Well, this isn't Yellowstone National Park, so the animals are not used to people, and they're they're scared of humans. So are they, they used actually. To we we almost never see uh, in our camp, um, you know, wild animals. Not even a raccoon. You know, we 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 don't have to put up, you know, bear uh, make a, hang our food in trees, you know, for because of bears or something like that. So the animals, uh, they it's it's really a uh, untrammeled. Uh, landscape. I think it sounds beautiful. Kind of- I think it sounds amazing, and I think it sounds so different from what most people will do on a summer vacation that uh, we just wanted to talk to you about it. I, th- I think it sounds, I think it would be great to unplug from your phone and your computer for a week or 10 days and just see what the country was like when the people who mapped it, it sounds very Lewis and Clark to me, even though you're mm-hmm. going, you know, you're going 90 degrees off what they did. It's, uh, I think it would be an interesting, fantastic trip. And if people are interested in finding out about it, they can go to Island 67, did you say? 63. 63. Island63.com, and you can uh, correspond with John and book yourself a trip through the gut of America. 
And then call us and let us know how that went. I would love to hear. I would love to hear some feedback from people to take the trip. John, thank you for taking the time. Thank you, John. For joining us on a on a telephone. Uh, <laughs> and right on. No, thank you so much. And like we say down here, may the river be with you, brothers and <laughs> sisters. <laughs> thank you, John. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. You would be hilarious on this trip. Uh, you will not find me on a trip because I will not be there. What, what, that doesn't sound even, the, the, no! the least bit appealing to you? No! Oh. Bears and tigers and lions, oh my! There's no tigers, no. there's no there's bears. There's bears, there's cougars, there's, there's he rafting said there were no bears. with no communication with civilization. I'm sorry, I'm Latina. In the middle of Mississippi, all I can think of is that movie. That was not the Mississippi River, that was a different river. Well, that's what and the, the movie was Deliverance. Middle America, Deliverance. The, that's all I can think of. The music on the Mississippi, the muddy Mississippi... Is blues and muddy waters. That's where his name came from. Ah, oh, there we go. See? So we can find you on the trip, and uh, I will meet you in Memphis at a nice, cute little hotel, drinking my wine, listening Great. to Elvis. I'll go with my musical friends. I'll go with Sal and Enzo and uh, Booch. We'll all go down there. Whatever. And we'll, have, we'll have a musical trip. Whatever. You know what? We like to present all sides here on a fork in the road, and we did that today. We talked to hilarious Chicago comedian John Campanera, the lovely new mommy Jenny Pulos. And uh, John Rusky from the uh, Quapaw Canoe Company at island63.com. Yet another fantastic show, I think. We're wrapping it up here. You want to follow us, you can follow me at Twitter at, at Mark DiCarlo. Great way to find out who's coming on the show. We also do all kinds of prizes and specials, uh, nifty things throughout the week. Right now, everyone that gets one of my books, you'll not only get a signed copy of my book, A Fork on the Road, 400 Cities, One Stomach, which is a funny travel log with recipes about my time on the travel channel visiting over 500 cities in america um everyone that orders a book gets a certificate for, for cancun five days in cancun for 169 dollars. that's your hotel bill five days four nights 170 bucks two can't, adults two kids can't beat that with a stick and everyone that gets a book this week gets one for free you can get a book at markdecarlo.com and they'll come to you signed sealed and delivered also, want to thank the folks at EnviroTabs. If you want to save 15% on your gas, go get you some EnviroTabs. You can get those at markdecarlo.com. Click on the Road Raves tab. And listen to us, as always, right here on the Fork on the Road. I'm Mark DeCarlo. And I'm Yenny Alvarez. And we will see you next week from Comic-Con, which is our next Fork on the Road. <laughs>